0: Hey, Jonas, thanks for coming on and talking with me today. today. Hi, Jake. Thanks for having me. So I came came across across your book, book, The Little Book of Stoicism, Stoicism, which which I I thought was a very helpful helpful. summary Summary and and synthesis of some some of the ideas ideas of Stoicism, Stoicism, like I was telling you before we got started, I'd read Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Outside of that, I hadn't read many of the other Stoics. I have read a little bit of Ryan Holiday's stuff, which you mentioned him. What, what what got, got, you, into got you into stoicism in the, first, in place? the first place? Mm,
1: so I've been reading lots of books uh, in, in the past and, and still am now a little bit less. Actually, I, I try to focus on a few literature, few books mm-hmm. and try to, you know, do some deep reading and yeah. try to, you know, put the things into action, something I've learned uh, from practicing Stoic philosophy. So, yeah, I stumbled upon Stoicism um, with Ryan Holiday's The Obstacle is the Way. And actually, before that, um, Happiness Hypothesis, I think, uh, has mentioned it as well. And so, yeah, I remember um, reading a little bit about this philosophy in other books that mentioned, you know, this is from Stoicism and uh and so it got me interested and I, I started reading more books on the topic and um I got really um yeah, I wanted to, to learn more about it and the more I read actually the harder for me it became to, to you know to have this overview of the philosophy. And at the time I was uh, writing articles so I tried to to put it down you know on the page so i could understand it and yeah i always i always found it to be fascinating and really valuable in everyday life so that's still something uh, that's true today i still find it f- fascinating
0: yeah so, so the the, the, book, the book did did, did that did start, that with, start you with you kind of embedding, of embedding some of those ideas, of those ideas into the articles
1: into the article? mm. So, you know, at the time, I was uh, writing a blog with my brother Niels, and um, he, he kind of urged me to write a book about stoic philosophy,
0: so... <laughs> just because <laughs> and... of your interest in it? Sorry? Is it, Is just because of, of your interest in, interest in it? it? Like No, because uh,
1: he thought it was a good um, strategy, you know, for, for us to go forward if we want to be a you know if you want to earn some money online and um so mm-hmm. it really happened through life you know my it was my brother niels who, who told me hey come on you want to write the book <laughs> and um so I, I got started and then um yeah it came came out to 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 happen and um but it was never a dream of mine, you know, to to write a book about anything, and so really, life led me there, and uh, I am glad I did, and uh, yeah, it's opened many doors, you know. Since uh, I was able to to speak and learn, I got to know many people, and yeah, it gave me many opportunities
0: in my my life. Yeah. So, so you mentioned. Um, Focusing, Focusing on a, on few, a few books, books rather, rather than, than, you know, getting, getting spread thin, thin with reading, a, reading lot a lot of, of books. books. Are are, are those are mostly those books, books that that you, you were reading, reading when you were doing like the research for, for for writing, writing, this, writing one? this one? So, so when I was,
1: um, I just said that I, I used to read loads of books. And now I read a bit less. I still read a lot of books, but less books, but you know, I I choose them more wisely, I think, and enjoy doing deep reading. So I also, you know, reread books that I've read in the past because I, I've learned that I will always. Because, you know, in the now, I'm different than I was in the past, right? In every moment, I'm different. So when I reread a book that I've read maybe four or five years ago or two years ago, I seem to be reading it differently and seem to notice different things so I can yeah I understand it maybe better or differently and yeah so <laughs> it's different reading I, I, I'd say a more conscious um you know thinking about how I can it into everyday life, or if I even want to, you know, more I'm more with myself when I read now. You know, that is this valuable to me, or from which perspective could it be valuable? What could the author have meant? Um, yeah, and how does it give me a different perspective on, on what I've thought in the past? So Yeah, I would say um, it's kind of an art, the art of reading. And with me, this skill, it it has changed over the years with um, lots of reading and doing things differently and, and practicing really, because I've learned that you can read a book and uh, not learn anything because even if you feel like, oh, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool. But then if you don't put anything into action, if you don't practice anything, you will forget it. And just a good idea is useless if if you don't uh, use it. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's... it's Interesting. You mentioning, you know, reading a book later on and getting something completely different from it. I think meditations is definitely something like that, where at least in my experience where it's like, it takes on a completely different form each time you read it, especially if it's spaced out across 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 months or a year or so. Uh, Do you have a a few favorites within stoicism that that you keep returning to?
1: Well, the letters of Seneca, um, -hmm. so, you know, his letter to, to Marcia, Marcia, um, this one I've read a couple of times and on the shortness of life as well.
0: Is that Seneca?
1: On the shortness of life. Yeah, that's Seneca as well. So these letters, um. I like to go and, and read them again and one book that's not classic Stoicism, but uh, I think it's, it's very close is a uh, man's search for meaning by Victor Franco. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, I've learned that there's so much um, wisdom baked into the book or written into the book that um, <clears throat> Yeah, it it requires slow reading and lots of thinking in in my, from my perspective. Yeah. And you know, with the the books specifically about stoic philosophy, I've read them over and over when I was uh, writing my book and for doing research. And, you know, last couple of years, I haven't written a book, but I've done um, other things uh, like doing courses. Um, for for other people and I've been doing research so here for example how to think like a Roman Emperor I've really enjoyed this one and um, I learned a lot about Marcus Aurelius life and his philosophy and I think it's it's a beautiful book so uh, I've enjoyed going back to the book
0: yeah um, with Man's Search uh, for, for meaning, meaning, it seemed like it seemed a lot like a of lot those ideas came, came out of Stoicism, out of stoicism of or, 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 or were or influenced, influenced by Stoicism. By, Do you know you if know he, was, he, was he was influenced by, by stoicism. stoicism? You, you, you mentioned, mentioned a lot, a lot of, of themes, themes from Stoicism, from stoicism, stoicism, stoicism that are, are now, now in today's positive, positive psychology. psychology. A, a, a lot, lot of those ideas coming from Frankel. Um, you, know, um, that, you know that, that idea, idea of the, the space, space between stimulus and response, response that, and that ability, ability to choose—it choose, sounds, sounds very stoic. stoic. Did, do you know do you if, if if he, he was, was influenced, influenced by them, by or, or, or what some other ideas, ideas in that book, that book that are, are very, very in, tune in tune with stoicism, with stoicism, stoicism as well might be? might be? Um,
1: I, I don't know for sure, but I've—I think it was Donald Robertson who who wrote somewhere or said somewhere that um, he was definitely influenced by the Stoics. He, he, because he somewhere he's mentioned and some some books from the stoics but personally i i'm not sure and um you know it doesn't really matter where it comes yeah. from yeah. because if you have if you share the same idea about life or about something um does it really matter who was first on the idea i don't think so i think it's beautiful and I've heard a lot of people tell me, you know, hey, Stoicism has given me this this name on what I've been trying to do my whole life, you know. So many people have had these ideas or some ideas from the Stoics, but they haven't had, you know, the, the name of the philosophy or specific ideas, but they've tried to live in a similar way by themselves. So whether they've learned something in school or from their parents or not, or in books, who knows? But I do believe that, yeah, you might come up with similar ideas yourself. And um, so it's beautiful. It doesn't really matter who, who said yeah. it first or whether, it, for me, Frankl was actually influenced by the Stoics or not. You know, I think um, history in general, I, you know, because we we're talking about um, texts that are supposed to be more than two thousand years old, and we talk about the Roman Empire, for example, and this whole you know history of ancient Rome and even before you know in ancient Greek Greece with um, Socrates and Plato and Aristotle, so it's a long time ago. And I've never been sure, you know, about history, what's true and what's, what's not true, because uh, yeah, how do we know, really? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah. it's, it's, it's fascinating, fascinating that these that people, people had, had those ideas, ideas so, long so long ago, that they, they figured, figured out, like, like some, some, of, the some of the core things, things that, that even today, we're still like, yeah, like the, the, those, those ideas, ideas. Whether you came, came up, up with them independent, independent of the, of the Stoics, Stoics or or you read the Stoics, directly, the Stoics directly, it's like they they figured out, out some of the some most important, important principles, principles so long, so long ago.
1: ago. Or they seem really important now, but you know, maybe yeah, you will or we will learn that there's even more valuable um, principles or ideas about life. You know, so mm-hmm. because. For me now, I would say that stoicism helps you up to a certain point, you know, with, um, yeah, in your consciousness, in your, um, so, so maybe, you know, there's, I don't know what's higher. Maybe you can say maybe some part of a spirituality, you know, that, that if you think about who you are, you know, like, I mean, the Stoics, they have this eudaimonia, the idea of being good with your highest self, this divine spark. So maybe they had this idea that you are a soul in a body. Um, So for me, maybe this goes further, you know, than. With the Stoics, it's a lot about rationality, thinking clearly and, you know, Putting emotions a little bit to the side. And where I'm now, I, I really try to integrate my feelings into everyday life and really go and trust them, feel them, and go and trust. And I differentiate obviously between feelings. You know, there, I would say there's a feeling that's coming from deep within or from this highest self, and there's this feelings that are just like um you know a bit superfluous, you know like oh I want this cookie or I want pleasure. So there's like this the feelings of sh- that want short term gratification like oh, I want um I want this, I want that. But if you if you have a certain awareness in the moment I would say you can differentiate between this sort of feeling and the deeper you know, I know where I want to go or I know this is true for me, so I I, I try to go there and with these things I would say they are beyond the, the material world, so we cannot really explain you know, why you fall in love with this woman, but not with that woman so in my experience, it, it's like I, I cannot say, it's beyond explainable with, um, what we have here in the material, material world. So, and I, I know there's something beyond, you know, that, you, you know, energetically, spiritually, whatever. And so maybe we will have some ideas that will, you know, take us further and, um, you will say yes, yeah, stoicism is really helpful, you know, to keep grounded, to live well, to to be well, but only up to a certain point, and from that point onward, you you will need something else. So, yeah, maybe we we look back and uh, say yes, yeah, stoicism was really helpful, but um, now I, I might not agree anymore with with some of its things
0: because, because of the not... where, where it can, it can lead, lead, people lead people to. to maybe try it to suppress their emotions, like emotions a little, a little, little bit. bit. That seems but like it, 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 it seems, seems a like concern a concern with stoicism, with stoicism but, it but it seems, it seems like, like it's not, not necessarily what they what were they saying. I, say. I, I I like, I the, like the distinction the that you made, made which, which is, is, like, is, it is like, it sounds, sounds like they're talking, they're talking, talking about, about those, like the surface level chatter emotions that are pulling you towards like these more indulgent things. But you're saying it's not about suppressing emotions entirely because they still are trying, to, trying follow to follow that deeper that conscience, conscience. And that, that's that's what, that's they, what they think they is get getting them getting in, touch in touch with that eudaimonia. With mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I, um, I, I still agree with, with, with these ideas. I still agree with uh, actually almost everything I see, I think, because um, it's always up to you. You know what you make of an idea and you and me, we have a different perspective on on a certain idea. So, you know, we, depending on from where you look at it looks different so <laughs> and you're right with, with these feelings um i think this would be a misunderstanding if you say that uh, yes. stoics they just tell you to suppress emotions i don't see them say that you know or i don't i haven't read it anywhere you know where they say yeah you want to suppress your emotions and be a machine and uh, ignore your deeper yeah, yeah. Se- self. Um, I haven't found that in the texts of the Stoics. So I would say that's a misunderstanding. If just yeah. someone reading on Stoic, Stoic philosophy, and, you know, maybe reading some headline where you say, yeah, or in my book, the villain, negative emotions, or strong negative emotions is to the villain here. Uh, it's obviously it's too simplified but uh, if you continue reading you will find that ah okay it's the headline doesn't explain it uh, so well so we, we want to be careful uh yeah with what the stoics meant uh, yeah when they talked about the emotions or taming taming them right so you you don't react you know as I write in the book you don't react too much but You are able to respond by choice. And um, it's still true. I find it still true in my own life.
0: So instead, it's it's more of a feel your emotions, be aware of your emotions, emotions, but don't don't let them rule over you you because we've been given given. the ability ability of this rational mind, mind, the ability of of reason, and and we we can can use use that that to to make make better better decisions when our emotions emotions may be pulling us us one way, but we know that's that's not the right way way to go, because we have these impulses impulses that are embedded embedded in us from from evolution, you talk about our bias towards pleasure, pleasure, um, as inbuilt inbuilt evolutionarily. evolutionarily. So instead, instead, what they're they're saying saying is is just just not letting 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 your emotions pull you every which way, way, but instead using the ability of the rational mind that we have. Yes, yes. And
1: key is a certain awareness in the moment so you are able to yeah. observe because oftentimes it's it's some idea that you, you hold for whatever reason. So you have an idea about yourself or about the world. And from this idea, this will create or cause you to feel some way. So you, you, you might be able to observe thoughts uh, or uh, certain uh, thought patterns um, that come. And if you happen to believe them, you will feel a certain way. You know, we, we tend, or I tend, or my brain, or a certain part within me tends to judge a situation, good or bad, because we live in this dual duality, world of God and uh, devil, good and evil, that's, and I think um, that's another topic, but I want to go away from this duality too much. You know, uh, it's, I don't think it's, there's always these, or it seems there's always these two sides, two poles, but maybe you can step out entirely and not take any side. But, so, there are thoughts that come and tend to judge a situation as good or bad and then i f- tend to feel a certain way thoughts tell me what happens what is what is this is bad for whatever reason maybe it's it's been programmed into me by by films or by sco- the school system or by my parents that i I think this is bad and this then will lead to to certain feelings so whether it's stoic philosophy or just working on yourself on your moment to moment awareness so you become able to observe aha uh-huh, this is a thought that i have about this situation but i can test the thought, I can say, or I can distance myself from the thought, I'm not this thought. It might be true, but it might not be true. What do I want to believe or what do I actually believe, you know? Do I really think this is a terrible situation or maybe I can say, I don't know. Maybe it will lead to something that I would judge as good. So. So then you, you, you will be you will learn to distance yourself from judgments, for example. And oftentimes these happen automatically, but then you can distance yourself and try to to look at it from a different perspective, a perspective that that you choose to be better or more valuable or more supportive of yourself. If you were if you want to, to be a tolerant, um, joyful, grateful human being, what's the perspective I want to take? Do I want to say this is really bad, this is horrible, or do I want to say, okay, maybe it might be a chance for me to learn something, it might be a chance for me to grow, so I can actually be grateful. Maybe I can even be joyful because I see, ah, thank you, um, the stoic gods. You know, in this uh, the book by Will Irvine, The Stoic Challenge, he he, he says that if, if something's happening that seems to be unbearable or ch- really challenging, you can say, thank you, stoic gods, for testing me, you're testing my philosophy, he says, and... um when you take this perspective, like ah, thank you for this challenge, it I can now show if I'm ready to take this. I can show if I'm able to stay with myself without you know losing everything, and then uh, you know manage to to express what I want to express, what what I believe to be the right thing, or what I believe to be myself or, or who I want to be. So it comes down to. Being able to observe yourself, where does something come from? Is this you or not? So you we need a certain awareness, I would say, that we are able to do that. And it has nothing to do with uh, suppressing anything. It's just the observation, I would say, and then choosing maybe to take another perspective.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it it sounds sounds like... like... They're very very much on the same same page when it comes to that that to many of the Eastern traditions traditions, like Taoism, Buddhism, Buddhism, Hinduism, in terms of the dualities and not necessarily identifying with judging everything everything as good or or bad because there's so many variables you're not sure. And they They also put a big emphasis on awareness awareness. in the the Eastern traditions. There's a lot of seated meditation and things like that. Did The Stoics have certain practices like I know Marcus had the journal. Um, that Uh, that seemed like he would do morning morning, or night, night, maybe Uh, Um, do do they have have many daily daily practices practices that help kind of tune tune in that awareness? awareness. That's that's something something similar similar to a meditation. meditation.
1: Mm. So, yeah, journaling, definitely. Uh, Also Seneca, he, for example, went over the day, you know, at night. When lying in bed so at this time maybe he didn't write anything down but um, he went over what he's done and not done and said and not said and so and then he would look at um, yeah if this is something he would likes to do or not and then he can try to do it differently next time. Um, you know, I would say being self-reflective will lead to more awareness in the present moment yeah, yeah. and, but I haven't heard of the Stoics doing classic meditations um, you know, sitting in the lotus position and just uh, focusing on themselves. But as the book Or you know Marcus Aurelius meditations says it's like yeah so it's not Zen meditation where you sit and be with yourself but it's another awareness practice the practice of self reflection I would say but you know um, it was different times so they didn't have a cell phone they didn't have computers they didn't have so many distractions so they were with themselves alone a lot of the time. So um, I would say they certainly did have certain ways of meditation just because they had some solitude baked into everyday life that we, from my perspective, we greatly miss today this solitude, being with yourself and just your thoughts alone and no distractions, no other minds. I would say this is something that, that we miss. And if you say this could be a meditation, you know, being with yourself and observing your thoughts because there's nothing else around, no distractions. So we, they surely did have these kind of moments more naturally than, than we have today. Yeah.
0: Is, is, that, something is that something that, that, that you've tried, tried to, to carve out, carve time, out for? time for? In your daily life, like periods when you're you can be more self-reflective and be in more solitude rather than getting pulled around by, you know, all the all the stuff on the internet. Yeah, it truly has
1: been a, an important part of of the last couple of years in my life to make time for myself. So, just reading and writing, you know, journaling. But also working out. I work out w- without headphones or going for walks. I usually go for a walk every day, sometimes twice or three times, and I just go with myself. And then so reading is with another mind, right? So I have um right now here's um it's a great little book, um self-reliance. Translated by Adam Kahn, which I I really enjoyed. Uh, you know, Ralph Waldo Emerson's self-reliance, but more um, it, more in our language, I would say. So uh, highly recommend this. So when I I I read this, I'm not in solitude, right? But then. Um, I try to make time for myself, and only myself. And um, yeah, before I go to bed, for example, I, I I usually lay flat on the floor, sometimes on a um sleep induction mat. It's called, but it's you know it has some spikes on it. So I go topless on this mat because um, it helps me relax certain areas. And then I, I'm with myself and uh, yeah. I, I think um, that's at least what many people have said, you know, that it's when you're with yourself that you are open to receive ideas from, from the divine or your divine part. So... I, I do think this is a really important aspect that that many people lack to be with themselves. And, you know, it might be hard because the uh, thought can be thoughts can be scary. And yeah, you know, people think uh, or they often Or they tend to say, or some people tend to say that, oh, I can't do meditation, I'm really bad at it because I have all these thoughts. And they don't know that this is good. That's part of the process. And it's good, so they are able to observe it. Almost nobody can do meditation where they have no thoughts. And I think there are people, but um, I'm not there, I'm far far from from it. And it's okay. So you you want to start being with yourself and just observe. And yeah, I mean, there's many um, tools that help you um, doing meditations or being in solitude.
0: Can we talk about that concept of eudaimonia? I thought that idea was interesting, interesting because because with Stoicism, Stoicism it seems like it's very, very, you you know, Practical, practical, stripped, stripped down, down you know, focus on the material world. world, but they, they do they have, have some, some ideas, ideas that, are that are more metaphysical. metaphysical. Could, could, could we go so over the, the, eudaimonia the eudaimonia concept, concept and what they what they, what they what they what mean, they by, mean that?
1: by
0: that? I mean, I can
1: only say what I understand,
0: right? So yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Concerning anything. So I don't speak Greek, but apparently eudaimonia is you means good, or being in balance with your inner daimon, daimon, and you, it can be translated as highest self, or your soul, or this divine spark. Um, In the book I say highest self, for me, right now I would call it the soul, that, um so I believe that I'm consciousness and right now I'm here in in the body. But if this body dies, I will be... Well, (laughs) so I'm not... So this consciousness, that's what, what I currently understand. And for me, this is what they've understood with eudaimonia, that you have something that's higher, that's not physical this consciousness that's coming from somewhere else and you want to live so or you will be well if you live in in harmony or according to to your soul you know to what what this part within you knows to be right for you to do might be different for you and me right so i mean now you are you have started doing a podcast so for you this might be perfect right in this phase of life maybe it will change right and you want to be open for it to change and maybe not to be too attached to to something but but you can only do for yourself or try to do for yourself what what What's gonna be the right thing, and I think it's beautiful that we are different, right? And um, I do believe that if we are able to to live according to to this highest self that we um, will be really creative, each one of us and but in a different field. And everything will be really beautiful because it has this divine spark in it. So, um, I mean, you might be a better speaker than I am, right? It's, I'm happy to, to talk to people and um, share some ideas, but um, hasn't been a really good skill of mine, I would say. And I mean, it's not um, something that I've practiced a lot, but um, And also it's not, uh, English isn't my first language, so I feel like, you know, I leave leave that uh, for somebody else and I just try to, to share ideas and I might be better in doing something else. And so I, so back to this idea of eudaimonia, I would say that you flourish. So this idea is that you will flourish in life. You will be extremely well, you will have, spark yourself you will shine bright if you are able to live according to your highest self whatever that means exactly but I do believe that we are meant to shine um, and we will shine because we will do what we're here to do (laughs) so I I Here's a, a metaphor that I that I like is that so when we say we have this seed, the seed of divinity, or um, for the Stoics they said the goal of life is to live according to nature. So you have, for example, an acorn. That's and the acorn's nature might be to grow into a strong oak tree. And by fulfilling its nature the acorn will shine bright as a tree and it will naturally support you know the ecosystem around if it's in a forest it will support smaller trees by giving shade or being valuable for animals and insects and birds and everything will be part of the forest mainly because it's fulfilling its own nature it does not do so by living for others it has this first responsibility the first responsibility to fulfill your nature so you shine bright you'll grow into this beautiful oak tree and in due season you will give um, fruits and all this will happen naturally so this is a, an image I have in mind that, um, like this acorn that grows into the tree and naturally supports everything and is a gift to the world around it by, by fulfilling its own nature, by living it itself. In a way, selfish you can say, but by being selfish, it is a gift to everything around. So. Uh, so i i try to remind myself or use this as a reminder to actually look well after myself so i might shine and if i shine um i might uh, help others to 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 shine as well and by looking after myself properly i, I yeah i can live by myself for example and don't need to so much support from others. I yes, I need support, but I'm yeah. yeah. um, self-reliable. Re- you know, self-reliance. I'm I'm well like this. The tree, of course, the tree when it's young, it will need support, but it will receive the support naturally from other beings, which try to live out and fulfill their own nature. So. This is kind of what I, I understand uh, with eudaimonia is uh, that, like this tree, the tree is flourishing by living, and fulfilling its nature, and we have a different nature than the tree, and each one of us has slightly different, you know, strengths and um, skills and ways to live, and if we can. Look within and listen. Try to listen uh, within. We might be able to to hear, and we will maybe understand uh, who we are and what we want to be or what we want to do in this in this life. And um, so we might, like this acorn, and bear fruit in due season, and uh, and live well and flourish. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah so this, so this idea pairs with, with the, the emphasis, emphasis on, awareness on awareness and attention and attention in that, that we all have these unique abilities, abilities unique interests, interests and you can get in, in touch, touch with that by life, you know paying attention, attention to your conscience to or, that or that deeper, deeper voice, voice whatever, like whatever you want to call it, it. And, and in pursuing that, that you're kind of fulfilling the role, fulfilling the role that you've been put here to do and that kind of helps the whole ecosystem thrive. Yeah well said. Could, could could you explain uh, the, happiness the happiness triangle, triangle how that how pairs that with, with living with Ereté and take, take responsibility? responsibility?
1: Sure. So the stoic happiness triangle, so it's something I've created for the book and for mm-hmm. myself to have this visual overview of the, the core principles of the philosophy. So with the triangle you have at the center, have you have uh, eudaimonia, So this idea of flourishing that we've just said. So that's the goal of their philosophy, of Stoic philosophy. You want to flourish in life. So how can you get there? The Stoics say you can get there by living with arete. It's another Greek word um, meaning excellence or I explained that um, you want to express your highest self moment to moment to moment. Certain awareness in the present moment and acting according to your highest self, to your nature. So in every moment you want to express your highest self. And that alone for the Stoics is enough to flourish in life. But it's quite uh, challenging, right? So so they happen to have this um, core principle idea that makes the second corner of the triangle. That is that there are things... That you control and things you cannot control in life most things we cannot control we don't have any control over we might be able to influence some of these things but control or at least partially control we do we do have over what we do in a given situation and we do have over some of the thoughts we think and we want to focus on these things. That's what they say. So you want to focus on the things you control, what you do with the given situation, and accept the rest as it is, as it happens. So focus on the things you control. And the third corner of the Stoic happiness triangle is um, responsibility. And it comes for me with a twofold meaning. So first meaning is that According to the Stoics, you are responsible for your own flourishing in life because living with arete is something that is within your control. And because it's within your control and because it's ultimately enough to flourish in life, makes you responsible for your own happiness, for your own flourishing. So that's the first meaning. You are responsible because you can make it yourself. Because the most important thing, was given into your power and to your control, namely what you do in any given uh, situation. And the second meaning comes from this word itself responsibility. There's um, the meaning within the word that you are able to choose a response to, to life's situations and that's for me, that's at the core of this philosophy. And that's at the core of how to live one's life is to take this responsibility in every moment. Um, So you are able to respond by choice, you need a certain awareness. Because otherwise, we tend to react automatically, and we tend to judge. for example, so this would be classic reaction that something happens and we say, oh, this is terrible and it sucks and uh, I'm a victim and it happens, you know, unconsciously and it's absolutely okay if it happens, but maybe we can train ourselves to have a certain awareness so we can take and accept this responsibility that we have, this ability to choose a response in any given situation and so that's what this uh, triangle is all about you want to express your highest self that's something that's within your control you focus on the things you control and accept the rest if possible with equanimity and you accept your um, responsibility for your own flourishing in life and for responding to whatever happens by yeah that you can respond by choice
0: And 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 in doing doing that, that that will lead to your 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 happiness rather than the idea that that your happiness can only come come when some kind of external conditions are met. Instead, this is saying that that you can achieve achieve that that moment moment to moment moment just by focusing on the the right things and and behaving moment moment to moment moment correctly. Exactly. So outside events,
1: outside circumstances, they say sh- should not matter when it comes to your well-being, when it comes to your flourishing. Um, of course, I mean, if you are not healthy, <laughs> mm. it's going to be much harder. But ultimately, they say that um, um, whatever is beyond your control is ultimately indifferent, they, they say and um, depending on what you make of this word indifference and um, it has some positive or negative aspect so you can say if you are indifferent towards everything it's gonna be bad but in german for example we have the word gleichgültig and it's like it means to be the same and it's valid the same so basically says that you do not judge. But that's one idea of the word, but how it's used, it has this negative uh, connotation that um, you don't care. But, yeah, yeah. so uh, I would say with stoicism, it's the same thing. You can, you can say like, ah, you're just indifferent. You don't care about anything or that maybe you, you do not judge outside situations and you only judge what you do with it. And that's up to you. And then you can yeah, take this responsibility and actually say, look, it's raining. It's been raining for a long time in my life. But it's what I do with it. And I can still um, do well. And still uh, maybe this is part of this process for me to get there, to, to be this beautiful oak tree. So I will flourish through this long rainy season. Yeah,
0: yeah I, think I think in the, in the book, book, you mentioned the idea of preferred indifference, indifference, which it is something along the lines, lines of, of like, like, you know, if, if, if I, had I had to had pick between A or, or, B, or B, I would pick, I would pick a, a but, you know, win, win lose or draw, I remain unchanged, unchanged, I remain stable, because I still, I still have, have that control in the face of the external circumstances to decide how I want to feel. Mm hmm. Uh, I, I, I think, I mean, I mean this is this what's is so, so inspiring about, about Frankel's, Frankel's book that because, because he was, he was going through terrible, terrible circumstances, circumstances and he still came out with that idea. So like, so, like you, you can you read, read that, read that, that book, book and, and say, you know, whatever, whatever I'm going, going through right, right now, now, for the, for the most, most part, part, like like you, like, you can keep that perspective without being overwhelmed by it. I thought it was interesting how you were mentioning, mentioning, uh, the similarities, similarities between, between stoicism, stoicism and positive, positive psychology. psychology. A, a few days ago, I talked I to a, talked a positive psychologist who has a subjective well-being, well-being model within, within self-de- self-determination theory where eudaimonia was, the was the first step. step. And, and, and he and thought he that, thought like, like it, it, he, was he was speaking of it in terms of and the, the, and actions the actions that you take. take. So, so you're taking the right kinds of actions with the right kinds of motives. And then that leads to Satisfying, satisfying the psychological, psychological needs, needs that within self-determination, self-determination theory, and then that, that leads, leads to, your to your feeling of subjective well-being. So I, I thought, thought it, I thought it was thought funny it was that, that you mentioned that because, because I saw, saw exactly that, that a few days ago. Days him ago. just it's directly, directly importing that idea. Beautiful.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, the Stoics, the Stoics, Stoics talked, talked about, about enjoying things in life without attaching without or clinging to them. That seems like a very difficult thing to do, where you're remaining grateful. And, and you're enjoying, enjoying the things the, that you get to experience, but you also want also to keep, keep a comfortable enough, enough distance, distance to where, you know, know, these things are going to go, really away, go at away at some, some point. Point. And, and you, don't, you want don't want to be, be too beat up, up over, over that. that. How do you, how kind, you of kind of kind balance, balance between, between those, those extremes? Extreme like, what, what are some, some perspectives you can adopt?
1: So, I would say it depends on how you look at life. So, If, because how currently how I look at life is that um, death will only be a physical death but not death um, to my consciousness or to who I really am. And with this perspective, it gives me a certain... tranquility i would say uh, about life you know like it's i'm gonna be fine and also when somebody else is going through a tough time at some point they will be fine as well so generally it depends on how you look at life but i'm i don't feel like i will what you said is to keep a certain distance you know I don't think this is necessary. I feel you can try to um, be in the moment and fully enjoy whatever you're um, doing or enjoying at this moment without keeping any distance because you will have this awareness. Is The awareness will will always be there. Which, after certain practice, you know, being aware of this life, basically how it works, that things come and things go like ultimately this physical body. Um, If you have this awareness you will always be aware that um, something might be given only for a moment and you enjoy it and of course it might be really hard if it's gone especially if it's a human being or Mm-hmm. Or another being that you've loved—that's probably the hardest thing. If you, look for a parent, to lose their children, or right, or for a husband or wife to lose their partner, right. So, I mean, I have uh, lost some friends, and uh, so one was he had cancer, and one he, he committed suicide. So. Uh, it's um it in a way it's really sad, you know. But I I find for myself it's been working to know to be grateful for the time that we've spent together and it's valuable for me to know for myself. I know it that they are fine and that we will meet again. So <clears throat> I cannot really be too sad because um I'm not sure this is really bad, what happened. Right. It's sad that um, that young people don't want to live any longer and take their lives. I think this is really sad, and we want to ask questions why this happens um, quite frequently in the, the Western world. What's, what might be wrong with our system, and why, would, why don't we have... Why cannot the system, or how we live... Help these people who don't find um, life worth living. So that might be something to, you know, think about and talk about. But ultimately, I, I feel like I I don't know if this is really bad or not. And if if this um, friend of mine he who died of cancer is. Yeah, depending on the perspective, you know, it's really sad. And when I think of his mother, I feel with her and and I understand that she she misses him and um, she wouldn't want this to happen again, obviously. So it's preferred indifferent that you are healthy, for example, that your family is healthy. But ultimately, I do think it might be indifferent or Depending on the perspective that you take, and I th- I feel like I can choose this perspective, um, not always, but uh, more and more, that I say that maybe it was meant to happen for, for a reason that now friends like like me, we can learn to, to deal with something. We can, we can maybe, so it brought us together. So we meet. Mm-hmm at least once a year for a couple of days um, to mourn, not to mourn his friend, but in memory of, of him. And this only happens because we've lost him. So it, it brought us together, for example. So there's always many perspectives we can take that help us um, be grateful for, for something. So I would say you go and enjoy, but you have this you develop this awareness that um, nothing lasts forever and uh, unless uh, only obviously who you really are. (laughs) But um, in this life, uh, nothing lasts forever. And I would say it takes just practice. You want to practice um, with yourself. You want to practice um, letting go. You know, maybe you have something that you are really or feel really attached to. You can practice letting it go and, and the same becoming aware that um, then about this life. So go ahead and enjoy, but, but practice um, awareness, practice um, these ideas that, um, yes, it's possible that you will lose uh, something you love because you see it all around, right? I, yeah. I really enjoyed this passage uh, in one of Seneca's letters, where he couldn't understand that people people didn't think of death, and he couldn't understand that because he said, "There's um, you, you see, um, people dying basically everywhere, or people going to funerals. Why don't you think it could happen to yourself or with your loved ones?" So it's just about being more aware. In everyday life and practicing, um, or yeah, thinking about these things and uh, and then it will. I feel, it will be easier, to to lose things and because you will be able to change perspective and suddenly you will see something good. Where some where you. Th- only saw something bad before. So this is the <laughs> the, the the perspective you, you take, and you can choose to, to sit on a different chair and um, have a different perspective. Yeah, I
0: think, yeah, I think they, they had think they such powerful, powerful ways of viewing the world, world that, that really would help, help you with, with a lot of circumstances, of circumstances that, that it seems, seems like, like maybe you think it would be too hard to to take that that view of, of, I I don't know know if this thing is is good good or bad, but But if you train that perspective, if you train that that skill, the understanding that, you know, know, there will be these things that happen to me, there will be these things that happen to people I love, you know, there will be things that kind of pass. I don't have, nothing stays forever. It's just a constant practice of training those perspectives so that they're more habitual and that you're less likely to get pulled around by Various things, things that, that happen that may be emotionally, emotionally compelling. compelling. You talk about, you talk about, about the, importance the importance in the book of practicing, practicing this philosophy, and that it's something it's where you can't, you can't read, read, you know, a, you know, book, a know, book or two and, and then understand the stuff, stuff forever, forever and then and, and keep it going, going. Well, always. Like you, you have, have to have keep revisiting, revisiting it, which is it, something that I found frustrating with myself. Like I'll read something and I'll be inspired by it and I'll fall through with it for a little while, but if I don't keep returning, like the perspective is gonna fade. Especially, Especially with, philosophy, with philosophy, and then I'll find them kind of like slipping, like slipping back, back into the way that I was, I was thinking before, before, and I'll, and I'll get, frustrated. get frustrated. I'm like, oh, come like, on! Like, why, why can't why you just like like, like you read you that read before? Like, why why, why why do you have to keep rereading the book? Like, don't don't you get the point? But it does seem to be very much one of those things where you have to keep revisiting it so that you can have those perspectives and principles more easily at hand. Do you have any kind of process Process that that you you go go through to to keep yourself yourself revisiting these ideas on on a regular regular basis basis so that you can make sure that they stay solidified solidified in your your mind, mind and and you don't lose them as easily.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, I, I've been doing or
1: coming back to certain exercises um, again and again, but I didn't really have something put into place that would help me do it. Because I was constantly reminded, um, (laughs) because I've written this book and um, people like you have, you know, I receive lots of emails, you know, from people all around the world thanking me for for the book and reminding me of certain ideas. And so in in my life, um, it happened because it happened this way that I get, I receive, um, I receive um, everything from the outside actually that helps me get back to this philosophy. Um, but with, with other things, um, it's a question of how much value do you give to something. And if you give a lot of value to something, for example, um, if, if you feel like you have um, trouble not feeling too attached to something, so you will not feel really free because you are afraid of um, losing something, or so you can feel this certain uh, unfreeness. So you, you want to give it a certain value, right? So you can come out of this trouble, of this challenge. So you will um, put reminders into place. I mean, you can um, sit down once a week, every night, and uh, ask uh, certain questions. And this is um, it has to do with what you want to do and how you want to live. And you, you make your own routines. You have a certain freedom, or we have a certain freedom to... To take the time not only to read the book, but then also to to take lots of notes and maybe think about it ourselves and ask ourselves how can I put this into practice, and then if I find myself forgetting about it, so as you said, that's frustrating. Like ah, oh, I forgot it again. i fr- I've known this so you haven't really have it um it as a second nature certain mindsets and it takes practice <laughs> so how can you practice it you you want to make a regular practice and you can do it in your journal so you can ask certain questions in your journal until it becomes second nature a certain mindset and then you maybe want to practice something else, so I really see it. It's um, I th- was it um, Seneca? Maybe you know, when he he wrote about I think it's the shortness of life, shortness on the shortness of life, when he writes about time as the most precious um, thing we have, and that. How to live well it takes so much practice, but people only give the remnants of time to themselves to actually be reflective and ask themselves how they want to live. But they do everything else first, and you know when when you want to get better at anything, if you want to to play um, billiards, the more you practice and the more conscious you practice um, the better you will get and if you go once a year you will say "Ah, last time I I was at the same (laughs) point already I couldn't uh, hit the balls well well you will have understanding because you haven't played and with uh, with things concerning life it's the same thing it takes practice and you will find your own ways how to remind yourself of doing these things basically uh, uh, one reminder is to put a, a note somewhere like and read this again or so yeah how how do I not forget things I take notes yeah. and I put them down somewhere where I see them or where I will search for them or when I need them yeah. yeah.
0: The Stoics Stoics have various various tools for increasing empathy and better interacting with with other other people. There's a bunch that you give in the book in the the last last chapter. chapter. Could could you go over some of the the, I I guess guess some some of the tools or perspectives that you found found most useful in, and maybe strengthening relationships relationships with other people or being more tolerant with other people, just better interacting with others in general? Mm.
1: I would say what helps me a lot is um, to understand that people try their best and Mm -hmm. that we have a different uh, past a different upbringing and have had different life with different situations so it makes me more tolerant you know that yeah, this idea of it's a Socratic idea that no body um, does something wrong willingly. Yep. So So this helps me. I would say that um, I, I see the good uh, I try to see the good in people and uh, I know that I make mistakes. And I've made mistakes in the past, and so I'm, I'm fine with that. Try to not repeat them. Try not to make too many mistakes. But as I've made mistakes, I cannot judge other people making mistakes. It, it, it happens. And of course, depending on the relationship you have with this human being, you, it may might have some consequences, some mistakes um, that that would be up to you to decide. Um, further, this idea uh, of we're all limbs of the same body is, um, I mentioned this duality, but uh, I do think that we come from the same source. Mm-hmm. Our consciousness comes from the same source, ultimately, I don't know how far back that goes, but I I see you in me, and and yeah, in, and not only in human beings, but even in uh, also in animals and in trees and you know in nature. I think uh, that we have a shared consciousness somewhere, and. Ultimately, I hurt myself if I do something that's um, not according to my highest self, because um, we're all part of the same, same world right now. I mean, if I do something that hurts you, it will come back to me. If not, maybe not through you, maybe through something else. I, I do believe in this because it's energy and yeah, it's how I see life work. So this helps me as well to to, to being, for example, more patient when when a part within wants to be impatient. You know, with um, with dogs, for example, they. <laughs> for me, it's interesting to to observe myself that some part becomes impatient with the with dogs when they behave in a certain way and and i mean um, i i was able to observe that and i said to myself hey i don't want to be impatient with dogs i i have this um, capacity um, is a much higher capacity than dog or so it seems you know and and they have other things, you know. They're beautiful when they they, they share their ah, feelings. They're really happy, but they also they they bark and do things that I uh, feel like ah, can't understand, right? But I can work on my patience with these beings, and uh, and it's beautiful. Um, so yeah, and uh, th- something that comes to mind is. The idea that the only thing that you can take with you when you leave this life are virtues. So you, for example, this patience I've been working on with the dogs. If I uh, learn, if I master this patience or if I get better at being patient, this is something I can take with me when I leave. The same with other virtues, and um, kindness, for example, or or um, listening, you could say is a virtue that the, you, or empathy, or also discipline. So all these virtues that you have learned, because it's actually something that you, you can only, you cannot learn it in theory. Right, <laughs> yes, right. it's easy in theory, right? But uh, yeah. <laughs> it's you haven't really learned it yet. But if you live the virtue, it, it's somewhere because it, it might it might not be easy. You know, all the things that are not easy for you that might be something for you to work on, and you know you. where I find many people some things to them. They seem to be super easy. But other things, and for me it's hard, and other things it's the opposite. For me something mm-hmm. is rather easy, and for you the same thing is hard, and the other way around. So so if you have really have some virtue within, it becomes natural. But with the virtues that you, you need to practice, that are not, not yet ingrained, you want to work on, and maybe you will be able to take this with you when you leave, because it's it's something that you have learned. So this idea that I can, if I learn this patience, for example, this will stay with me. But this is the only thing. So everything materialistic and everything looks and um, physical and um, what you own we, we already know that we cannot take, um, these things with us, right? But maybe we can take virtues. I, I don't remember, you know, I, I'm not, I say it's what I feel right now to be true, but it's just, um, you want to, to find out for yourself what, what you be, be, believe to be true. And uh, at some point we will learn, um, probably. So this helps me as well to, to um, yeah. To to be my best self and um, to see others as teachers, um, you know, if you have a different client, and it, it's diff. It's it's difficult for you, but maybe uh, you can learn something and see this client as a teacher, teacher of some virtue, um. So you will be, um, yeah. You will express your highest self, nonetheless, and um, yeah, there's there's lots of things that that come to mind when when you with your question. Um, it it I would say, generally, take time to look within and um, um, ask yourself, you because you already know it's it's uh, i would say it's everything we can find within we just need to make the time and uh, ask questions and be with ourselves and be reflective and and put in the work that's that's needed to to make the necessary steps forward and and suddenly with the higher awareness in every moment it becomes easier as well because we are able to observe everything a bit better and then we can actually learn faster, I find.
0: Yeah, I like that idea that 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 virtues and character are the things things that are actually the most long lasting, lasting, where it can seem seem like like that that may may not not be be the case, case because we can't, like, observe observe them physically, physically, like, like it's it's harder to get a grasp grasp on them. them. So So somehow somehow we think that, like, things that are physical last last longer, longer, maybe. maybe. But, but that, that idea that like, that, like the virtues you that you develop, develop, develop and the character and, uh, that you have, that's, that's the thing the that kind of sticks, sticks with you forever. And then, then maybe after, after, after you pass you as well. Uh, uh, and I I like that I, you I, mentioned, that I, I think, think in the, the book, book you, called you called it find, find, find your, your faults, faults or find, find your flaws, which was, which helps with that perspective of like, I do these things wrong too. Like I make these mistakes as well. And then adding into that seeing see yourself in other people and other people and you, you, you can see, see that, that it's just like just the like same, same thing with them. them. They, have they have certain strengths that are your weakness. You have certain strengths have that are their weakness. So instead They're of being like, like, you know, the, 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 the thing, thing that, that you're going to pinpoint and get mad at somebody for might be the thing that comes easily to you, but that's just the thing that happens to come harder to them. And there's definitely some other circumstance where the situation is the other way around, right? Where like Something comes easily to them and harder for you. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, think I think in the in the book, in that, in that, in that, has, in that last, that last chapter, chapter, you really, you have, really a good, have a good, a lot of good ideas for just being more just being patient, better interacting with, with others, others, putting yourself in other, other people's shoes. shoes. Uh, so so I life, I, um, I, like well, I like that, that section thing. a lot. Um, what uh, what projects, projects do you have coming up that you're working on now? Do you have anything, anything new in the books or new in the works as far as books? Is it mostly articles and stuff? What have you been working on? So, yeah, right now I want to start
1: another book project, but I'm still in the um, early phase. So I'm still um, not 100% or I don't have the, the specific topic yet. So I have um, things that I know I want to, to include in the book, but it's not um, so specific yet. So I, I'm working on, on, on that right now. And but uh, you know, time, you know, um, you know, life, right? Uh, it just um, moves forward, and so ultimately, I try to live according to, to my truth. And um, so, yes, I, one thing, for example, that I value is um, spending time with other people, with people I I, I like, uh, with people I want to spend time with. And um, so that's why um, I have been a bit slow with this uh, project. So there's one part within that would like it to go faster, but obviously I I need to or I I have um, only certain amount of time and energy and um so it's always interesting to find there the right uh, mix of living right what do i do what do i not do and um so yeah for example i had this birthday party of a friend so he turned 32 on sunday and had uh, this birthday party on saturday so it's you know with with all such invitations and, um, yeah, with the people you meet in your life, um, yeah, it's always a a question of, um, how much is something worth to you? So, this birthday party, mustache, that's why I'm having a, this, uh, mustache, he, he that was his motto at his party, so, uh, yeah, then I I want to bring him something, and I I wrote him a beautiful card, and you know, it's um for me it's I choose to do these things because I I find it's it's valuable, because I want to invest in a good friend, and I, I want to to spend time with him. So, and like like with this, it's similar with everything else, you know. Like, you want to make time for solitude. You want to practice um um. Not being attached to things, and then you want to write the book, and you want to do this and that, and um, it's still uh, for me right now. It's uh, it's been an art to 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 make time for the things that I, I value most. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, it's so kind of just letting sweating. things come as, as they, they come, like and like, like kind of. Kind of you know, making sure so that, that, that you're giving, giving time and attention, attention to the various, various things, things that you find important, important so so, so you're, not you're not getting caught up in like, like the a, I, have I have to do the, do the next, next thing, the next thing, the next thing, because that because that would, eat, would up eat up the time, up time for these other things. Yeah. So, so you're so kind, kind of just like, you know, one day at a time, like focusing on what's most important to you, just kind of as you go.
1: Exactly. But I'm i still finding out if this is going to work or if this the second book is always is it is ever going to find them. It's way into the present, so maybe I will need to change a little bit, you know, and uh, just really focus on one thing, and then um, try to to yeah to to not do other things too much because I'm not sure if it's gonna work with with writing this book, <laughs> but I'm still finding out, and um, I, yeah, I will I will see.
0: Cool. Cool. so, so for, for the work the that you that do you have, have um, or, or, or where can where people find you online uh, where can where people, people become more people familiar with, with with the work that you've been doing
1: yeah, so on uh, me and my brother's blog and so it's N is for Niels my brother and Jay is for Jonas for me and and that's where you find the, all the articles and yeah you you can, uh, if anyone wants to, can reach out to me via join us at uh, antelifefacts.com. You can send me an email and I uh, will respond. Not always very quickly, but uh, sooner or later. yeah. And I'm not on social media because that's something I see as um, not healthy or dangerous. bit a bit dangerous. I think you you can use it in a healthy well way. Uh, I choose um, not to use it, uh, because I see certain dangers. And also, um, I don't like it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely definitely one of those where it's like, like, there can be good good uses uses for it, 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 but it's so so hard hard to get pulled in. in. It's, it's like like the, 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 there there's, there's a lot a of lot potential, potential cons to it, it and it like, like eats up so, so much time, time and attention. I've definitely I found my place in that place point too, where I'm trying to, I'm trying trying to figure out, out like how, much, how much, much to use it, how much out. to kind of distance away from it, because I, I do feel I generally, generally feel, feel better, better when I'm not on it. Yeah.
1: So I choose not to have it, but um, I mean, it's a wonderful tool as well, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, Yeah, everybody wants to find their own way of how to handle life, right? So uh, currently, Mm -hmm. for me, it's uh, not using social media. Well,
0: thanks thanks a lot lot for for coming coming on on and for um, uh, writing writing that book. book, You know, again, like like I told you, I think it's it's such such a a good good synthesis of of all all these various various ideas, because you have Many Stoic, stoic texts, texts many, many Stoic ideas, ideas and, and and other and kinds and of texts that are kind of, kind of all over the place. place so it's it's, it's it's a it's a really nice right way to like kind of have the the most important, important ideas compact and all in one all place. place. So, so thanks, thanks for, for writing, writing that, and um, uh, thanks, thanks for coming for on and talking to me. I really appreciate your time. Sure,
1: thank you.